Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, yo. Say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall, and I've got a scoop for you. And we all know there's a lot of podcasts out there, but I encourage you to check out this one. It's called Going In Raw. You heard it here first. Going in wrong. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Yeah, Larson. Hmm. Young boy Larson. Young boy, young boy Larson, that is. They were nearing the end of the tunnel, man. We're nearing the end of your young journey, of your young boy journey, Nibon. Soon Soon you will go on excursion. And then I return and and be on the quest become Ichiban. Exactly. Anyway, speaking of Ichiban, the Ichibanist tag team in the world finally got their release. Larson, what's going on? Say yeah. Yeah. Uh, WWE announced this morning that the revival say yeah. Yeah. Will be going hard. Hard. Promotion because, quote, effective today, Friday, April 10th, 2020, WWE and the revival have agreed on their immediate release from WWE. We wish wow. them all the best in their future endeavors. Now, usually when uh, talent is released, by WWE, there is a subsequent 90-day no-compete clause. However, according to Pro Wrestling Sheets, Ryan Satin, uh, who tweeted out, quote, FYI, I've confirmed with sources that Revival do not have a no-compete clause and are free to work wherever now, hence the immediate release wording from WWE. Say yeah! Yeah! So, uh, a little <laughs> backstory here. Uh, Duo last year asked for their release uh, and they haven't been on WWE TV since end of January. Um, even though WB keeps on like throwing huge contracts at him with tons of money. And uh, Fifle reported back in March, uh, quote, the revival uh, either weren't getting paid or that it was extremely scaled back because they've already exceeded their downside guarantees. Yeah. So hopefully they were yeah. good with their, hopefully they were good with their money. Yeah, I know. But this is exciting. This is basically a dream come true for old Larson. I want them out of WB and right to all elite wrestling because that's where the best tag team wrestling of the world happens. Man, the the dream matches across the globe are are plentiful. Man, World Tag League taking on teams like Juice Robinson and Finley Kid, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I, what, are, what are some other? What are some lame tag teams that I can make a joke out of this about? Uh, there are really t- like no lame tag teams in New Japan. Taguchi and his partner. <laughs> And his partner de jour. Uh, yeah, man, this is exciting because, you know, all these dudes, that get, they'll, they'll, they'll go to All Elite, but All Elite be like, hey, you know, if you want to go to New Japan for a little bit, you can go to New Japan as well. Yeah, they'll work so that's fun too. Yeah, totally. it's great. Uh, but, yeah, man, of course, there is that tweet that uh, Nick Jackson, I think, or Matt Jackson, one of the Jackson sent out a while ago saying, uh, one day we're going to wrestle the revival and fans will rejoice. And then Dash Wilder got on Twitter a little while later and said the exact same thing. Yeah. And and by God, we're all rejoicing. Uh, and it, I kind of feel like it's sort of the apropos time. So it, it, with regards to like the release thing, if you come to the end of your contract and th- there's no uh, no 90 day compete, Correct. no compete at the end. Of, if your contract just ends, you're free. Correct. Like that's what happened with Moxley. He Correct. just did whatever he wanted to do. Correct. Well, if I'm not mistaken, right, uh, Scott Dawson's contract was scheduled to just be done with around now, right? The month of April it was it was to expire. Yes, I don't know if it was if it had happened yet or not. Uh, 
Wilder's was as well. However, he broke his jaw, you know, within a matter of weeks uh, after they debuted on the main roster. And so he had another couple of months uh, tacked on to the end of his deal. Mm-hmm. Um, nonetheless, uh, I guess WB saw this as perfect time to release them, seeing as AEW is taped up all the way through middle of May, probably. And uh, even if they are free to go wherever they want, uh, they won't be on TV in a substantial role uh, for another month and a half. I wonder if, I wonder if. WWE's like, well, by the time uh, Wilder's contract would be up is maybe around the time we're expecting these arena shows to come back. And so maybe they're thinking, whatever, let's just release them. We won't look like super dickheads. We'll, we'll look like good guys if we just release them. now. Go do whatever you want to do, knowing full well that while I can't a- do anything. <laughs> yeah, like AEW, they've been successful with two uh, 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 debut, three debuts during this empty arena time, Lance Archer, Matt Hardy, and Brody Lee. The Revival, they're kind of a bigger deal, man. So I don't maybe they're thinking that, oh, yeah, hopefully AEW will debut them in front of nobody and it'll kind of just be seen in front of like 600,000 people instead of, you know, a million people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I mean, you know, it, we're in such a weird time right now. You got that right. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, anyways, good for them. I'm sure they're quite happy about this. Uh, it, man, t- t- when when is the talk is Jericho? Featuring the revival, oh, sign debut, me up man. for that. When they debut, man. Thinks I, I think so. Is. Yeah, the following yeah. Friday. That's how it works. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you this: a question for you to answer. Uh-huh. Uh, now that they have been released, uh-huh. when do you think they're going to debut? Are they going to wait for a big show? Like, no, they're going to do it immediately. No, I think they're going to do it immediately. I, I mean, the most they could do between now and what mid-May. They've taped be- already. Yeah. Yeah, would be to do some vignettes uh, to tease, um, but then assuming they're in a a position where they could do another round of tapings following, uh, you know, the stuff they already have in the can being aired, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. They just like, all right, let's just keep going with what we want to do. Let's have them on, say yeah, yeah, and uh, set up a a program between them and the Young Bucks as soon as possible. And then, you know, assuming double or nothing is not going to happen in the schedule. We talked about that yesterday. Uh, use this as part of the build for either rescheduled double or nothing, or if they just say to hell with that, we're just going to go and put everything into all out. Um, then you got an extra basically three months to build to that. Cause at this point, nothing is guaranteed. I don't think we can assume anything is going to uh, come back to a semblance of normalcy anytime soon. Um, it's going to be well into the summer. I feel like until uh, even the mere possibility of having shows in arena are gonna, is going to happen again. Um, uh, so uh, yeah, I don't. I, I feel like everything's in terms of huge shows with fans there. You got to take that all off the table, uh, including maybe Money in the Bank. Steve, you want to take this one, please? Yeah, sure. Money in the Bank it's canceled. Not surprising, given everything going on in the world currently. It was kind of curious. Maybe the WWE decided to promote Money in the Bank pay per view schedules for May 10th. They did this during uh, WrestleMania uh, 36, of course. Uh, now the original venue for the event. Baltimore's Royal Farm Arena, Royal Farms Arena. Uh, they've said no, this ain't happening here. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Yep. <laughs> so, but chances are they'll probably still do it. But my only reservation about doing a performance center is, man, there's a lot of people in Money in the Bank. Robots. Robots will participate. No cameras. Ro- robot. Oh. Robots. Put ca- cameras and robotic arms, and someone could be in the in the truck, and they could control it with a, a little controller with joysticks and stuff. And like one way, of the 
Like one of them Boston Dynamic ones, just you got flip it. You flopping got it, yeah. all over the place? I mean, it might okay. just continually run its head into the ring post, but uh, <laughs> nonetheless, that alleviates the issue of, of, of maxing out people that need to be, uh, that can be in one space at one time. So you have the six men in the match, or six women, and then you got at least two refs uh, around their ringside to help out. Robot so that's 38 refs. people. I'd prefer robot refs. We we need the cinematography of the of the feature uh, of 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 the match to be true and and dramatic. What well, I'm saying, the, you want program the refs the robots. are useless. You want program? No, they're not. If someone's hurt, that's they're the first person on the scene. They help call spots and, and make sure people run on time or not run late. Robots um, could probably do that better than people, though. They have the scan, ability to scan through people and stuff. I don't trust the robots. They might have like a more accurate timer internally. Uh, but like, uh, are they gonna be able to like do it on the on on the hush hush? You know, are they just gonna blur out through their their microphone mouth? <laughs> Five minutes left. You know, you don't want that. That'll take you out of the action. Well, be whereas, honest, I kind of want that. I kind of want. Whereas, that. if you have a robot arm with a camera on it, they're not programmed to actually do like for, with the cinematic eye. You got someone in the truck that's controlling that. You see? Oh, it's like Avatar. Um, if you want to call it that, yes. Drones. Drones. Yeah, drones. Whatever. Drones. Get, get a couple Vanguard ones in there. Those things are smooth as heck, man. They'll look great. They should they be doing be, that already, anyway. If you want, if you don't want to, if you're not too annoyed by the constant, uh, you know, purr of the propellers keeping them afloat. <sighs> that's, that's that's easier to deal with than annoying fans chanting stupid stuff, which they have to deal with all the time. Not they now. Do. Um, but anyways, this, I, yeah, if this show proceeds, it's going to be the performance center. They'll find a way to get around having too many people involved. There was a six man tag match on uh, Raw a couple weeks ago, so. Actually, just wouldn't this past be, week. This past wouldn't it be week, cool if they did? Match. That's true. That's true. Wouldn't it be cool if they did a uh, like a cinematic telling of the Money in the Bank? That'd be interesting. That'd be rad. You could That'd really dick with the editing there. Every rung, do, do, I know. Super do. dramatic. Oh, light it all weird and shit. Yeah. 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 That'd be cool, man. That would be cool. Uh, 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 you know, it isn't cool uh, when things go out of business. Yeah. And it seems like the XFL is going out of business, at least according to ESPN. They broke news this morning that, quote, the XFL suspended operations Friday morning and laid off nearly all its staff. Uh, multiple sources told ESPN, while a handful of executives remain employed, the league currently has no plans to return in 2021. Uh, XFL CEO Jeffrey Pollack uh, broke the news to employees during a 10 minutes conference call this morning. And as ESPN reports, quote, according to a prominent former XFL staffer who was on the call, Pollack stopped short of saying the league was going out of business. But the impl- but strong implication was clear. It's done, Stafford said. It's not coming back. Man, that is, they must have had a lot of money like tied up and uh, investment money sort of on the line to finish this damn thing because, dude, they were getting good crowds. Here's my speculation. Um, So uh, Vince apparently had like $300 million set aside for this thing. Yeah, sure. willing to, to lose money for three years, and hopefully in the fourth year, uh, they would get a TV deal, actually pay them money, and then they could start being profitable, potentially. Um, now, within the last couple of months, not within the last month, he sold all that stock mm-hmm. uh, below market value to get mm-hmm. the money now. He wanted to sell it until four years from now to Need maintain cash his voting now. interest. He yeah. needs cash now. Uh-huh. Uh, it seems to me that WWE might be a little cash poor at this instance, especially after they lost millions of dollars canceling Mania. And the Saudi Arabia, uh, the, the Saudi Arabian government, apparently they're always late on their payments. So the, if it's a situation where WWE is cash poor, Vince can't afford to throw away more money towards the XFL. Uh, and maybe, yeah, maybe it's not officially uh, uh, shuttering, going out of business. But it doesn't seem like they have the means to continue uh, for another year. 
Yeah. Uh, is it just me, dude, or has the WWE kind of? I, I get the feeling there's there's some shifting ever since they 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 let go of their uh, their vice presidents, uh, Barrios and uh, Michelle. Uh, mm, Wilson. Her name Wilson. Yeah. I just get the feeling that things aren't going as swimmingly as they were like a year ago. I mean, it's obvious with the stock price. That much is obvious. Yes. Um, that being said, I, I just get the feeling that it's, uh, yeah, think things might be, they might be turning around in like the wrong direction. I mean, everybody's getting affected by this pandemic thing and nobody could have, uh, you know, predicted that this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I wonder if it's, I wonder if it's hitting them at a really bad time. Yeah. There's a lot um, of company upheaval internally. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeesh, I don't know. That's a bummer, though, man, because, yeah, like I said, the, the, the attendance was actually shockingly mm-hmm. good for the mm-hmm. XFL. And uh, by and large, like, the play wasn't all that great, but it wasn't as bad as it used to be uh, the first time around. And on top of that, a lot of the aspects of the presentation was actually very entertaining and kind of made up for the lackluster gameplay. Yeah. So if they could have slowly improved on the gameplay aspect of things and kept the entertainment value in the presentation, I think mm-hmm. they might have had a viable product there. But, man, apparently this uh, this threw everything for, for a loop. Yeah, it, it seemingly did. Um, yeah. That's for sure. Uh, another thing that uh, Vince tried to throw for a loop was uh, WB Creative in the, about 2009, 2010 with more Brawl for All. Steve, take it away. Yeah, man, with Brawl for All in everyone's mind, thanks to another quality episode of Dark Side of the Ring on the subject just dropped this past Tuesday, yeah. former WWE writer John Piermarini tweeted out a bit of a bombshell. Vince wanted to revisit Brawl for All. He said this, quote, funny story. While on creative in either 2009 or 2010, Vince wanted to do another Brawl for All with the guys competing on NXT. If you remember the Nexus angle uh, from the season with the season one competitors, that would be your pool, I guess, of guys competing in this. Uh, uh, so the, yeah, the NXT in its original format. And then he had to be talked out of it. Uh, you know who so. was in season one of NXT? Wade Barrett. Bare knuckle brawler. Legit yeah. bare, knuckle, bare knuckle brawler. I wonder if they were just like, hey. This guy's a, a, you know, he was used to fighting in uh, barns, I guess, uh, underground uh, situations yeah. uh, <laughs> back in, in across Europe. And uh, yeah, so yeah. that's kind of crazy. So I mean, like if the original idea for the original Brawl for All is to have Dr. Death win and be a huge star springing out of that, uh, you know, so he was like legit tough guy. Uh, you have Wade Barrett, who is a legit tough guy and a legit fighter winning that first or that new season of Brawl for All. I mean, they thought huge star to be made. I don't know. Vince doesn't learn his lessons because it no. would have ended up being like Heath Slater or something like well, that. Remember been... the, when that season of the Tough Enough, they had a boxing match at a pay-per-view between The Miz and Daniel Pooter, and that was a disaster. It was ugly. That it was, was and, and Pooter fight. was like a legit fighter, too. Yeah, he was an MMA guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was ugly. That was but super bad. ugly. Bad. Yeah. Uh, anyways, let's do a SmackDown preview, dude. What yeah, do you we say? do it real quick. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Braun Strowman ushers in Universal Championship reign on SmackDown. You think we're getting another Big Show match? I wouldn't be surprised. That'd be cool. Just cut and paste, man. Cut and paste. Exactly. Uh, or copy and paste, rather. Uh, and then uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, uh, they're going to take on the Kabuki Warriors for a title rematch. This has to be the, the beginning of the end for Oscar and Kyrie saying that's the only reason I could think they would have this rematch. Maybe they have been going. So, you know, you were, you were absolutely right when you, you declared Asuka's MVP of empty arena stuff. Every single episode of every single show she is on. Yeah. Um, and she's absolutely terrific. Maybe, yeah, maybe they're going to take her out of the tag division. Maybe they have something more planned for her. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. Start, like, create a mid-card title for the women's division. They need it. I know. They need it. 
Anyways. Uh, all right, so that's it for News Brief. Yep. Let's try to get this one up to, I don't know, you, you decide. How many likes, Larson? 669 likes. Nice. Yeah, smash nice. that like button. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Say yeah. Yeah. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.